Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to Talk 4, the quickfire podcast where we ask four great questions to unique and interesting people. Behind the mic today on Talk 4 is your host, Louis Scoopian, that's me, and our special guest for today, Leon Logothetis. Leon, please introduce yourself and give us a quick rundown of who you are and what you do before I shoot some questions. Well, my name is Leon. Um, I'm a TV host, an author, and a motivational speaker. And my claim to fame is that I circumnavigated the world relying entirely on the kindness of strangers. That is an amazing thing. And yeah, I've, I've seen your YouTube channel, I've seen your Instagram pages, and I love what you do. It's absolutely fantastic. And, you know, I can't wait to ask a few questions about everything. So if you're good to go, I'll launch into question number one. Let's do it. Right. So, Leon, you went from being a London broker who supposedly had it all to a life on the road of travel and adventure. How did this happen? What was it that made you take that choice? And what did it take for you to commit to this life-changing decision? Well, as you mentioned, I was a broker. And on the outside, I had everything you could ever want. Uh, on the inside, I had pretty much nothing you would ever want. Uh, I was very depressed. I felt very alone, um, probably drinking too much and just not in a good place at all. Uh, I stumbled across the movie, The Motorcycle Diaries, which is a romanticized version of Che Guevara traveling around South America, relying on kindness. And after watching that movie, I just felt so inspired. I had, let's call it an epiphany, where I realized I didn't want to live this way anymore. So I quit my job. Um, I started to travel around the world, uh, relying on kindness. My first adventure was uh, I hitchhiked across America. Uh, from Times Square to the Hollywood sign, relying on kindness. I then went around England. I then went from um, uh, the Eiffel Tower to Red Square in Moscow. I, as I mentioned earlier, I circumnavigated the world. I went from Alaska to Argentina. I had all these amazing moments, right? Um, and I think the thing that pushed me to do this was pain, emotional pain. I felt so down. I felt so low. I felt so broken that I felt like I was backed up against a wall sure. and either I was going to go and do something magnificent with my life, or I was going to end up in a pickle. Let's put it that way. Well, I mean, clearly it was the right decision, but I just want to ask a little bit about that as well. Um, just out of pure curiosity, actually, um, when you made that decision, obviously it's a very, very different decision. And I'm just interested, what was the support from family and friends and people around you like when you made that decision and when you were thinking about doing it? I mean, look, ultimately they thought I was a little bit of a nut job, which <laughs> is kind of true, right? I am a nut job and that's okay. Sometimes a good live, nut job. Exactly. To live <laughs> your greatest life, you have to do nut job things to a certain degree For sure. uh, within certain parameters, right? Um, look, the family, they, they were supportive. Uh, they were a little bit concerned. They were like, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> and I was like, no, but I'm doing it anyway. Um, and it all turned out okay. But they were, they were, they were pretty supportive. I mean, That's you know, good. it was a bit of a shock for them, but they were supportive. Brilliant. Well, I mean, to talk about your career kind of now a bit in the second question. Um, so as someone who does public speaking and big media appearances, can you give us a few tips for delivering great, motivating and moving speeches while, visit, while talking to a vast amount of people? <laughs> That's a very well thought out question. Thank you. Um, yeah, I try. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, look, Maya Angelou once said that uh, I'm kind of butchering the quote, but she said that people don't remember what you say to them they remember how you make them feel. And for my motivational speeches, I try everything in my power 
to make people feel, to make people feel their humanity, to make people feel their love, to make people mm. feel. So if you're giving a speech where you don't manage to make the audience feel, then you failed. So that to me is one of the most important pieces of the puzzle is to make people feel and to tell good stories, right? To tell stories and to weave lessons into the stories. Those mm. are the two things. Brilliant. Um, where do you think most motivational speakers in general and public speakers just as a whole, where do you think they go wrong in terms of those kind of things like in general? And if you were someone starting out in the public speaking sort of industry, what do you think would be like the first thing to look at or evaluate in your own game to make yourself better and more effective? I think you have to share your truth. You have to share your heart. You have to share who you are and you have to connect to your audience's heart, to the audience's kind of way of seeing the world. And when you do that, it's like you're in a state of flow. You may be on the stage, but you're in a state of flow with the audience. Um, and I think people go wrong because they give too much information. They're just speaking at people. You can't speak at someone. You have to speak to them. You have to speak with them and you have to feel everything you're saying. Otherwise the audience won't feel any of what you're saying. Mm, great point. Um, for the third question, um, this is something I'm really interested to ask you actually. Um, what activities, experiences or things have you done that have had the biggest positive effect on your happiness and mentality that are also easily accessible to most people? So something that people could incorporate relatively easily into their daily life or at least regularly? That is a great question. Um, I would say that one of the most important things that I have done is I meditate. Yep. It calms me down and it enables me to deal with the chaos of life. Another thing that I've done, because sometimes I actually haven't done this, this piece that I'm about to share, is exercising. Mm. If you exercise, the scientists say that the endorphins take over, right? And that helps you to get into a better place. It helps you to be grounded. Um, and I would also say, again, this isn't maybe something someone can do at all times, but travel, going out into the world and seeing different things. And if you can't get on a plane and travel to the other side of earth, you can certainly get in your car and go to the next city. For sure. Right. So travel, you see new things, you experience new things, you feel new things, you meet new people. And that, for whatever reason, the human uh, animal needs that. Mm. Just out of interest, it's not on the script for a question or anything, but I just want to ask what would be the opposite of what I just asked? So, what kind of negative things have the biggest negative impact on mentality in general for most people, not just yourself, but anyone? And what do you think is the worst kind of things that people tend to gravitate towards normally and that really should be looked out for and kept out of their lives? Don't watch the news. Oh, I like that. Because if you watch the news, all it does is increase your anxiety. There's very little you can do about it. And I, I learned this the hard way. I, I used to be a, a news junkie. In the morning, I would watch the news. In the afternoon, I would watch the news. 
just before I went to bed, I would watch the news. And I was getting so anxious. There was so much anxiety. And for the past two and a half months, I haven't looked at the news once. Sure, a few things have leaked through and I've been told what's going on, but my level of anxiety, it's much, 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 much lower. Don't watch the news for three days and mm. see how you feel. Three days, just three days. Interested to ask, how do you avoid the news? I mean, it floods social media. You go on Instagram, you go on Facebook, you go on the internet and TV. It's everywhere, isn't it? How do you tend to avoid it? Well, first of all, when it comes to television, don't have the apps of the news on, yeah. right? Secondly, when it comes to Instagram and Facebook, stop following the news apps, right? Mm. Um, don't pick up magazines. It's about commitment. You have to make a commitment. It's easy to say. It's like, it's like let's say, the alcoholic that says, well, how on earth am I never going to stop drinking? All, if I go into a grocery store, there's alcohol everywhere. If I go to a restaurant, there's alcohol everywhere. If I go to uh, you know, on, get on a plane, there's alcohol everywhere. Yeah, you're right. There is alcohol everywhere, but you get to choose whether you, 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 you pick it up or you don't pick it up. And it's about a commitment. It's a way of life, right? Yeah, you can yeah. choose to stop your magazine uh, subscriptions. You can choose to delete all the apps off your phone that, um, that send you news. You can choose to unsubscribe to emails. You can choose to not watch CNN. You can choose to do all these things, right? Absolutely. And you would only choose to do that if you saw and felt that by not doing it, you would become better. Mm. Definitely. It's all about that impact, isn't it? But I don't know. I feel like people just they, they get very lazy, don't they, with those kind of things? I mean, even the small things procrastinating on it, it's easy to let something that affects you in a small way, in a very slight way every day creep into your life, isn't it? But um, it's, it's kind of like one of those things. You, you, you plant a seed in the ground and you look at it every day or every hour. You hardly see those differences, don't you? But then when you leave it for a week, you, that effect of it and that growth, it just it's so much more than looking at it all the time, isn't it? And I guess it's the same in the negative way with the news and with bad influences and bad pages and people that you follow. It's just that everyday thing, isn't it? Where there's a little bit of it has that profound effect over time. Agreed 100%. If you had a negative friend that all they did every day when you saw them was talk negatively and bring you down and make you feel like you were awful and make you anxious, I'm assuming that after a while you'd be like, you know, I don't want to see this person anymore. Yeah. It's definitely. the same thing with the news. It really is. Fantastic advice. So for the fourth and final question today, and this is going to be interesting. <laughs> um, if you could have a moment to have your message heard everywhere around the world, what would you say? Wow, that's a great question. Is that a question just for me or do you ask everyone that? No, just for you. Just interested to hear what you have to say. I love what you do. I love you know the person that you are and everything that you post and share. I think this is a really great question for you personally. I would say that the most important thing you can do is to become the person that you were always meant to be. And there are many, many things that have got in the way of who you are really meant to be, whether it's the news, whether it's pain, whether it's shame, dedicate your life to being you. Because once you do that, you can take that platform 
and create so much magic. But if you are working from a place of not being the authentic you, then you will never truly be alive. That is very powerful. Just curiously, what if you're a person who's so influenced by influential people in a negative way that you feel so confused about who you're meant to be and you just don't know what you're looking for or who you truly are? How do you start on the journey to finding that? Find one person who you trust explicitly. And if you unfortunately don't have anyone, go and buy a journal and share your entire truth with either that one person or with your journal. Stop lying to yourself. I know it sounds difficult, but you can do it in small little baby steps. Because if you don't share your pain and you don't share your shame and you don't share your truth and you don't share who you really are, you will be molded by everything you see and everyone you meet. And you will be nowhere to be seen. So share it all with someone safe or a journal. That is a wicked answer. Leon, thank you. That is our four questions done for today. And before we wrap it up, it is time for the shameless plug. Leon, feel free to take a minute and promote anything that you're working on. You want people to take a look at or just something you believe in and want people to see. Look, you can, you can find me. The best way to find me is simply to put the kindness guy into Google and everything about me will show up. Yep. Or you can simply find me on Instagram at the kindness guy. Um, and uh, you'll see my shows. You'll see, you'll see my books. You'll see my speeches. You'll see everything. Fantastic. Brilliant. Leon, thank you so much for joining me today for the Talk 4 podcast. It has been a pleasure having you on. I appreciate you, your mindset, the message you're giving and spreading. And thank you for your time. It's, abs it's an absolute pleasure. Brilliant. Thank you guys for listening. See you in the next episode. And don't forget to like, subscribe and leave your thoughts in the comments. Signing off for now.